Okay, ready? Yeah, let's get started. I already have to pee again, but okay, do you want no, to no, no, it's start? nervous pee. It's nervous pee. It's not real. <laughs> it's all in my head. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to the hen house. I'm Michaela and I'm Emily and I am a farmer and I'm not a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> and today, well, I guess we'd like to say welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back guys. Like, thanks for listening to our first episode and thank you for coming back for our second episode. Yeah. Today is a fun one. We're talking about all the animals we have. And why we have them. Nice. I'm excited to hear about how many animals you have and what kinds. Um, so I guess kind of just to recap um, from last uh, week's episode. It wasn't last week. It was two weeks ago. Um, so we're going to be releasing episodes every two weeks. So we're taking a week off in the middle. Um, so we'll, it'll work out to be twice a month that you'll get to hear these. So on last time's episode, we talked about how um, Michaela and her family got the farm and um, the name of the farm and uh, kind of what they like, how their business is going and like where it started and where they're going. So um, that was kind of a recap from last week. And so this week we are talking about animals. So, <laughs> yeah, I think the two week episode um, is just going to work out for us. Believe yeah. it or not, farming it's busy. Yeah. So this Facts. is uh, something that we're kind of doing again on the side. Um, something I think we talked about last time was that all of us, actually, I don't know if we touched on it, that we all have full-time jobs outside mm-hmm. of this farming gig. And so this is quickly becoming a second full-time job. And so to add a podcast onto it, we just felt like two weeks. If it goes really, really well, maybe we could go to a week, but we're just yeah, it's a good starting point. to two weeks. Totally. Yeah. It's crazy to me that you have another full-time job Monday to Friday and then you do <laughs> Like, yeah, so tonight Lauren is uh, building a pig pen oh my for gosh. a farrowing pig while we're here recording this wow. podcast. So, Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> and Mark, too. Dad's out there. Ooh, so. Uncle Mark. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. So we should recap a little bit. If you didn't join us for the last episode, mm-hmm. again, like we said, I am a farmer. Emily is not. She's here mm-hmm. to ask questions, all of your burning questions, mm-hmm. and hopefully I can answer them. Yeah, she's going to be able to answer them. I know she will. <laughs> So we'll go a little bit about what this podcast is again. Um, our experiences on the farm are quite unique, not to farming in general, but just maybe unique to the world itself. So we'll be talking about a lot of our experiences, how I learned from them, how mm-hmm. we learned from them, and what I can teach you along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping to learn almost everything that you know and but i uh, you know i'll just get to know the information hopefully, i don't have to do anything about it <laughs> hopefully by the end of this you guys can all act like you're farming experts you're at a party and you can be like oh you know what i know <laughs> and whip out all this information <laughs> yeah this is my my party trick i know about all these animals and yeah. what a chicken tractor is <laughs> <laughs> there you go. it's a really just for a party trick that's all right um, and then how we particularly use technology to further our farming, um, and our business, how technology itself helps our business. A lot of technology has been introduced into like the farming community. Some people like to keep it comp- completely traditional and don't use it. And some people prefer to use it and only use technology. They never interact with their animals. And so... Um, we'll be touching on like, yeah, over just this podcast in general, how technology weaves into our 
farming practices in particular. Wow, that's so cool. I literally didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. Some people have automated chicken barns where like they don't even have to go in other than if a machine is broken. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Some people milk their cows themselves. Some people yeah. use machines to milk their cows. Okay, I feel like I knew that, but I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so technology can be a big thing. There's some farmers like, yeah, they don't really want to adopt it. Hmm. And then some farmers, I think the new, you know, homesteading farmer movement of people our age are using a little bit more technology, but nice. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I actually had no idea. Like my brain never even thought about like technology in farming. Like you know, like obviously I know that people don't always milk their own cows if they have like a thousand cows, but yeah. like I didn't think about like the chickens, like that they would never see that, you know, like I yeah. just, my brain didn't know that. <laughs> I think the easiest way, like I see it, like most prevalent is like you're driving down the road, at least in the country where we mm-hmm. live, there's signs that say like, oh, we have fresh eggs for sale. So like they're just trying to get customers in the door just with a sign on the side of the road. Whereas like other people like us would adopt a more online approach right. of like, oh, our farm is here. It's on Google. Right. And you have we, Instagram and like, yeah, yeah, we can, we sell our eggs and people pick them up at the farm. Right. But they're already pre-sold by the time they get there. They're not just driving by like they're gotcha. coming to get eggs specifically because of the internet. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Google. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So it makes our job a lot easier. Yeah. That's a really good, you know, visual to think of like how even now people use technology or don't use it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they sell out of their eggs. Possibly yeah. they do, but they probably don't have as return customers possibly. Right. That we do. Right. Yeah. You guys like, because you advertise exactly yeah. to your friends. I actually had somebody call me the other day. Um, she found us on Google, like just called my number up and was like, Hey, do you guys sell live chickens? And I was like, Oh, Oh, like I wasn't expecting this call. <laughs> But no, we don't. So I sent her somewhere else. But oh, I was surprised. Like she must have just looked it up, and we came up on Google, which is pretty. That's pretty so cool. cool. That's yeah. like, that's kind of like you know you've made it. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Lauren was like, "Who's that?" And I was like, "This woman just called me." <laughs> I have no idea who she was. That's awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> um. Oh, and sometimes there'll be stuff about um stories about like what happens, like Lauren building a pig farrowing <laughs> area. Some fun stories along the way. Um, also women in farming is a big thing. Mm. There's a lot of men. It's typically a very male dominated industry. How does it look Mm. for women and families to be breaking into it? Yeah. Oh, and of course animals, which we're talking about today. Yeah. Oh, animals. Okay. So give me like quick, like what animals do you have? Like just, and then we can go into detail, but like what, what do you have? Like pigs? What do you, so we do poultry, which um we do meat chickens and meat turkeys and then we have laying hens which lay eggs and then we have pigs nice what do you have like the cute pink little piggies like no (laughs) so (laughs) you would see typically i think lauren might correct me after this but i think they're yorkshire pigs that's what you would see in the grocery store they're pink okay um like the classic like cartoon yeah like they're pink yeah okay so we have pigs that are actually black oh and they would be called a heritage pig. So there's just different breeds. Like you have different breeds of dogs. There's different breeds of pigs. Some are mixed breeds. Some are purebred. Uh-huh. Um, and so like, just like dogs are purebred, it's considered, you know, an elite. Like prestigious. Yeah, prestigious pig. Um, and then, yeah, you can crossbreed and stuff like that. I don't know how many breeds there are or that would be a good question. That would Lauren. be a good question. Yeah, we'll ask Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, so what kind of pigs do you guys have? 
Yeah, so we have Berkshire pigs. Berkshire. They're black. They're 100%. We actually just got our papers. We haven't framed them yet, but that is on oh. the to-do list. So you've been, just like you would get papers with your dog, you get um, breeding papers, like where oh, okay. they came from, who their parents are, their family lineage. They get certified. And so we have certified 100% purebred Berkshire That is pigs. so cool. You have certified pigs. Yeah. <laughs> They're straight from England. <laughs> straight out of England. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So what's kind of special about, like, obviously I know having um, a purebred animal is, like, awesome. But, like, what specifically about Berkshire is good? Like, for somebody who doesn't know, like me, like, what is Berkshire? Like, why why do you have Berkshire? And, like, why is it good? Yeah, so the purebred obviously helps. Their heritage is the biggest thing. Mm. So they really control the lineage. Okay. And they want to maintain like that, like firm lineage um, of the pig. And so that helps. They have just like really good genetics. Okay. Um, So just that fact aside makes them better pigs than what you would find in the grocery store. Oh, so like meat wise, like it tastes better. Yeah. Just because like they have better genetics in general. And then the second part would be that they, this particular breed of pig grows slowly because it's a heritage breed. And, um, yeah, so they get more intermuscular fat. So mm-hmm. definitely like your, you would see in beef, like a Wagyu steak, this mm-hmm. would, it's like completely marbled in. Yeah. It's beautiful. And so this would be, you know, in the pork form, similar <laughs> to that. So, oh, so it's like Wagyu pork yeah but so not, when you pick up a pork chop at the grocery store it's usually fairly colorless yeah or just has like a fat cap on the yeah. end like that's it and yeah. so this would our pork would because of the because of the um breed and because of how slow we grow them and because of just their natural tendency to have woven fat it makes for a better it's like a bright red color mm. With a fat cap, but also fat woven into the muscular fat. Beautiful. Uh, and fat means flavor in cooking. So yeah. It's wonderful. So we don't want to be scared of fat. Yeah, <laughs> when no. I, when I tell people there's a lot of fat in it, I'm like, but you need to remember that when you cook that properly, the fat renders out and it leaves you with this beautiful taste. Oh, yum. You're so, making yeah. me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have those. And so they're black little pigs. Uh, they get hairy in the winter. They shed their hair in the summer. They kind of feel like a toothbrush, actually. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Big floppy ears and pink noses. (laughs) That's cool. So how many pigs do you guys have on the farm? Like currently at this time, I guess. Well, we just sent 13 away to be for meat. And so currently we have uh, three breeding sows. So a sow is a female. And then we have a boar who's a male. And then um, we have piglets. Any amount of piglets at a given time right now we have 19 piglets that were just born a couple weeks ago that's so cool i don't know how much that is 19 plus four i guess 23 (laughs) that's cool and so do you guys like i don't know if this is weird but do you guys like name your animals um we do name the ones that we keep right (laughs) because not the ones that you're sending off yeah. yeah so the ones we keep are the three breeding sows we have um well first i'll tell the boar's name his name is abraham with a capital h Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little pun in there. And then um he in the Bible also Abraham is like father to many sons. And so we thought it was prophetic. <laughs> we were naming it that he was gonna become father to many of the pigs on the farm. <laughs> That's so amazing. It kind of worked out. And he has. He's worked out really, really well. Christian humor. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and um so then we have three breeding sows and 
tippy, which is kind of just generic because she has a tip, a white tip on her tail. Cute. I love that. And then Lauren named the second one, Big Sheila. <laughs> and uh, so that's her. It, on her paperwork, it just says Sheila. We didn't put Big Sheila. Oh, okay. Paperwork. So it's uh, like family known. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last one is Lazarus. So Lazarus is typically a boy's name, I guess. But when she came to us, she had shipping fever. And so she was pregnant and miscarried all of her babies. And so she had that. And then, um, which didn't cause any health complications, but she had pneumonia twice. And so pneumonia can kill a pig, you know, quite Uh, quickly. And so she was basically on death's door twice and she was resurrected, we say. So in the Bible, Lazarus was resurrected. (laughs) And so that's amazing. Yeah, she was resurrected from the dead. <laughs> we say it's like a little, um, like folk tale or something of the farm that Lazarus was dead and resurrected twice. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Okay, so yeah, you uh, so you have four pigs, and then obviously you don't name the piglets because yeah. that would just be too sad. <laughs> yeah, we normally name them in groups. Yeah. So, uh, one, for example, one group of piglets kept stealing the other piglets' milk, and so we started calling them the bandits. <laughs> <laughs> so we name them in groups like that once they start getting a little bit of personality yeah we start to name them but that's, those names go away quite quickly right that's right so how long do you norm like from birth to when you send them off or whatever like how long do you guys typically have the pigs for that is a hard question because it's changed oh from okay the first year to this year just because we're trying to figure out like our recipe so to speak we want right. to make sure that we find the the right amount of time to keep them. Okay. When do they stop growing? Like when do they kind of start to plateau? And when they plateau, that's when you want to send them away because you don't want to pay to. Right. You're just paying to feed them yeah. and they're just not growing. staying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. So that's cool. So you I have to ask. Yeah. yeah. So we'll ask Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned next time. We'll, yeah, we'll have an answer. Is the uh, pig guy, he did all the research and stuff. But I think we'll go over that, like our whole pig story and how we got them. And it's a crazy story. So that will be an episode all of its own. That would be really cool to hear. I'd yeah. like that a lot. Okay. So you have pigs. Okay. So, and then you mentioned uh, chickens. Yeah. So I guess we go into laying hens first. Laying hens are by far our most consistent. Um, animals they bring in the most consistent revenue for us they're around like they don't leave the no. farm yeah they're always with you guys and they're they pay for their food really really quickly oh. so because like they lay eggs each day so each day they're making us money compared to the pigs oh i understand who it's okay. just a longer term investment so laying hens are definitely by far our most consistent money making gotcha. animal we have on the farm very cool and like are there breeds of chickens to like laying hens yeah so we have red sex links they are like brownish yellow or sorry brownish red in color okay um and they're the best egg laying like before like they lay an egg a day for their wow is, for, is like, that good I think three years yeah so like other chickens might lay an egg every three days or i feel like that's a lot of work, like an egg a day, pushing that out. Yeah, like, it's a lot. <laughs> that would so be... they're a little bit more genetic. Like if we want to talk about breeding, right. they're obviously bred to, okay. to lay an egg a day. Like it's not natural. Right. Yeah, if you want to get into heritage breeds of birds, they wouldn't be laying an egg a day. These ones are genetically meant to. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. An they egg a day. They still make really good eggs. Yeah. Um, I've had them. They are good. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, they're just a little bit more genetically modified for... Interesting. And so how many laying hens do you currently have? We currently have 80 in the hen house right now. Oh my gosh. So you get like 80 (laughs) eggs a day? 
Well, so they're, they're new. Oh, these so, are new ones. Okay. Yeah, we're getting about 40 eggs a day right now. So 50%. And then once in a couple of weeks, we'll probably be getting about 70 eggs a day. That's cute. Do you have like a little basket that you go and collect your eggs? <laughs> That's yeah, cute. I do. My mom said the other day, I think we need to get a new basket because it's getting a little small. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're collecting uh, 40 eggs, like that's a lot. And then up to 80, like that yeah. would be. And so we hand wash those every week. Oh, okay. And, and you, so you hand wash the eggs. So like, does that mean like, should people put them in the fridge right away? Like, or yeah. okay. if they're washed, like eggs are, when they come out of the chicken, they have like this membrane on them that makes them safe, like shelf stable. Oh, but we prefer to wash them just to make sure there's no hay or feces yeah. on them. That's fair. And then, but once you wash them, the membrane goes away. So you have to refrigerate them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, up until you wash them. So like they could be on the counter for yep. a, like hours or uh, a they day. They can stay good on the counter for, I think it is three weeks on the counter. What? And three months in the fridge. That's so good. Wow. So, but like, I don't think that like grocery store eggs do that. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. The, they wash them. and then, Okay. So they wash, uh, right. Obviously they're in the fridges. Yeah. And then they grade them and then they put them in the fridge and they're wow. good for three months. So that's why your expiry dates are the way they are. That's super cool. So farm fresh eggs. Yep. I love it. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So is there anything else about laying hens that we should know? Um, yeah, it's important. I think it's important for us to have good layers. I think, like I said, because they're the most consistent for us. Most of our income comes from these chickens. Mm -hmm. And so when we get them, we treat them basically like we say they're the most bougie chickens. We try the <laughs> most we can do to make sure that these chickens are okay. We invest heavily and we make their own food. We give them, you know, high calcium treats. We get the special treatment. Oh my gosh. So these guys are like, they get all the room they need and all the special, um, roosting bars and laying boxes, everything they need. So yeah, these chickens are living the life. And so like, do they, do you have like a chicken hotel, like, like a five star <laughs> chicken hotel? Basically people walk into our chicken coop and they're like, Oh my gosh, what the heck? This is so nice. And we're like, we need it. We need them to live. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's totally <laughs> fair to produce. They need chickens are kind of finicky. They need the right environment and oh, stuff. So. Interesting. And so like, do your chickens get to go outside? Like, are they yep. outdoor chickens? They get to go outside. They choose to go outside. That's the technical definition of free range. <laughs> no, I think it's free range that they get to choose to go outside. But yeah, they get to go outside every like day. They have the option. Yeah. <laughs> we open the doors and then they can they have the option to go outside. But they love to go outside. They they get bugs from there, protein and dust bathe. And so these chickens are a little skittish because they're new, but once they get used to it, they love going outside. They'll get the lay of the land. Yep. They'll be like, let me leave my hotel for a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. That's uh, wow. I didn't like, obviously I know where eggs come from, but I didn't know like, you know, like that, well, you wash eggs by hand and like all this stuff. Like, that's really cool. I, I just eat them. So <laughs> yeah, they're good. And you know what the chickens eat their life that they have and um, the space they have and just all of those contribute to the quality of your eggs right so mm -hmm. when you go to the grocery store your eggs might be a little paler in color the yolks might be a little bit or sorry the whites might be a little bit more runny maybe because mm. they're not getting enough light or they, they might not have enough nutrients so right. we try our best to make sure they have everything they need and so the quality of life that's one of our um like things we say on the farm all the time is like the quality of life 
directly impacts the quality of meat or mm. the quality of eggs or whatever the quality of the product you get so we really value the quality of life that these animals get and we try our best to make sure that the end product is like associated with that nice that's super cool um so uh i guess i have a, another question about the eggs could they have like i don't know a thicker shell too is that something else like a shows a healthy egg like the thicker the shell, the more calcium the chicken had. And so that's obviously good. Yeah. So it takes a lot of calcium for them to create a shell in their body. And um, so when we feed them more calcium, sometimes the um, shells will get thicker. Mm. If they're not getting enough calcium, they probably won't lay enough eggs because it hurts the chicken if they don't have enough calcium in their body. Oh, interesting. So they're fully vitamined up chickens. Yeah, they get calcium supplements, protein supplements, everything they need. They're on better supplements than I am, I think. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so um, now on to, you said meat chickens. So, like, obviously those are meant to be eaten, Yes, I guess. Like, they don't lay eggs. Like, yeah, so they are more genetically, I guess, modified. I don't know if that's the right term, but they're bred, I guess. They're not modified. Okay. They're kind of bred to, again, the closest thing I can kind of relate it to is dogs. Like, it's kind of like a chihuahua versus like a Great Dane, right? Like, they're just mm. meant for two different purposes. And so the meat chickens are meant for meat. Okay. They're, I think they're called white, I haven't written down, white rocks. Um, and so this breed of chicken is meant to put on weight and to essentially go to butcher so if we had kept them some people do keep white rocks as pets but you really really have to monitor how much they eat because these chickens have a really short lifespan basically they will just have heart attacks and die what so yeah so like when it, they only have a certain amount of time to live and so if we didn't you know send them to butcher they probably would die right and that would naturally be kind of, yeah it'd be anyways. a waste yeah yeah wow that's so, great so how many meat chickens do you buy at a time like do you have any right now no, so we get them as chicks, day-old chicks, and we do 100 chickens twice a year. So we do 200 meat chickens a year. Wow. In Ontario, you can only have 300 chickens a year as a hobby farmer until you start buying quota and stuff like that. So Oh, interesting. So, yeah, we only do 200, and we find that we can sell those pretty well. Um, maybe in a year or two, we'll sell 300. We'll see. <laughs> That's a lot of chickens. So where do you keep those? Do they go in the like bougie hotel or do they go somewhere else they do have a bougie hotel now we've made them a bougie hotel oh <laughs> so they're just as fancy as yeah, the other guys the, with the expansion of our chicken coop we lost our brooding area so brooding is when the chicks um they have to be under heat lamps and they have to brood for a certain amount of time to keep warm basically their mom naturally would do that but since they don't like a hundred chickens we don't yeah. have moms for a hundred chickens and so we create that environment with heat lamps and stuff and so they okay. stay in the brooding area which is now like a hotel very nice <laughs> for them um and then they go outside for oh. the rest of their life so in, outside they're in chicken tractors and they get fresh grass every day and chicken tractors <laughs> yeah i don't know how much we want to go into that no it's okay i feel like a chicken tractor is something that i uh learned about a while ago and we've been adventuring with it ever since and there's quite some stories about the art chicken tractors we've built that's me so stay tuned for that to figure out what a chicken tractor yeah, is a little teaser is one time i spent a tornado in there it was uh quite the adventure that sounds with the chickens with the chickens. oh my goodness <laughs> that's a little teaser for you but i can't wait to hear that story you guys will have to come back and hear that too 
cool. Okay. And then, um, uh, well, so is there anything else you want to say about meat chickens? Okay. Yeah. I think that the only thing, the chickens that you have in the grocery store are actually the same chickens we have at the farm. They're not different. Like, so for the pigs, we have a different breed of pig that you're never going to find in the grocery store. You might find it at a very, very high end restaurant, but you're not mm. going to find it at the grocery store. These chickens we breed are the same breed oh, that okay. is found in the grocery store. So some people be like, well, why would I pay, you know, extra for your meat if it's just the same meat? Like, again, it goes back to like the environment, the quality of life equals quality of meat. And so with the quality of life, these chickens have like your chicken in the grocery store lives for five weeks and they force feed them with food. And so our chickens live for eight to nine weeks Mm. or nine to 10 actually. And they're not force fed. They get grass every day. They're outside. They get to eat bugs. They get all of the quality of life things that you would, you know, hope your animals get. Yeah. So it's like, they're fancy chickens. Yeah. And so the quality of life that these birds have directly, like, correlates with the quality of meat and the end product. So it has a better feel in your mouth. It has a better taste. It is juicier. It, all of those things that you would think, oh, wow, this is a really, really good chicken. Depends on the life that the bird had. And so, yeah, that's, it's not really breed necessarily that makes it different it's the it's the life that they like the lifestyle that they well yeah if i mean if you're living in a fancy chicken hotel it's got probably pretty good yeah usually chickens don't even have the chance to stand really like it would be so packed like yeah so these chickens are bougie yeah (laughs) well they get to walk around like yeah they get to outside roam fresh air yeah (laughs) that's awesome so yeah those are meat chickens and so we're getting them we're getting 100 meat chickens next wednesday actually so and so like do you go do you go pick them up do they get dropped off to your farm like yeah we go pick them up at the local feed store okay cool like uh, that's that's a lot of chickens to bring home. They come in a tiny little box, like no bigger than a shoe oh, box. Oh, because yeah. they're all just little. Yeah. Oh, and are they like yellow? Like, yeah. Oh, like the classic little chicks? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So they'll be little Easter chicks. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, and Easter is coming up. Well, yeah. I don't know when this episode will be aired, but for us right now, Easter's coming up. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh. Yeah. We'll have to post pic- you'll get you'll have to post pictures on Instagram for everybody to see. Yeah, we'll definitely post them when they come in and we'll be posting pictures of our new chicken hotel, as Emily said. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I think of it as. I don't know if it's actually a hotel or not. <laughs> cool. Okay, so I guess like the last animal you had mentioned was turkeys. Yep. So we do turkeys. This is kind of the same thing as chickens. They're family fairly similar to the breed. You can get different breeds of chickens or sorry, turkeys. You can get heritage turkeys which are special fancy and they grow really slow and stuff like that but for this particular purpose for birds in particular there's quite a big turnaround for us because we don't have a lot of space Mm. or a lot of time in the year because they have to be outside and because we get snow it's more difficult we have a really short amount of time we can keep poultry yeah yeah so (laughs) The breed isn't necessarily different than the grocery store, but again, it's the quality of life Mm -hmm. that we provide them. So we do about 50 or 60 turkeys each year and we do them one, one time and we usually sell them for Christmas. Oh, that's nice. So you get Christmas turkeys. Yeah. So this year we, well, I think we still have four turkeys left. We did 60 and four of them didn't sell. So, um, we'll be having turkey, I guess we'll try to have it throughout (laughs) the year, but um so yeah we sell people come over it's really quite fun like we play christmas music and people come get oh. them and um we really try like 
to market that well mm. and to that's like, so nice it's such a good time of year for our turkey sales yeah oh you already have me excited for christmas it's, it's march too soon. <laughs> it's too soon yeah i feel like christmas i'm not out. ready for the turkeys yeah <laughs> turkeys are a little bit more finicky than chickens so they can be um like when they're really young they can die quite easily so i oh, like they're more we've, needy yeah we've had some issues with our uh turkeys oh. so yeah they're just harder to keep alive interesting yeah i don't oh. know why i don't know why they're more frail but Oh, and are they, do they also come as like little yellow chicks or are they like a different color? Oh, that's a good question. I think they are yellow, but oh. I think they, they come with like really long necks. Yeah. I was going to say like, when does the long neck start? Yeah. I think <laughs> do right they long the neck egg. right out of the egg? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have to <laughs> look that up or maybe Lauren can tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's a wealth of knowledge. I do a little bit more of the poultry side of things. Right. Though I don't like picking up chickens. Again, I'm, I, I don't like really picking up animals to begin with. So Lauren and my dad will pick up the animals and I will inspect them from <laughs> usually a three foot distance. You're like, I'm close enough. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So they deal with those. That's always nice to have because then you don't actually have to do the the dirty work, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And especially I, if you don't like to touch them in your... I just... The thing for me is their bones. I hate... Lauren thinks I'm crazy, but I hate feeling their bones. I don't know what it is. It could be a baby pig. It could be a chicken. I hate feeling the bones just in my hands. It freaks me right out. Really? And so I'll just like completely... Like it's bad, but like Lauren's like, Michaela, hold it close to the ground because if I start to feel the bones moving around, I'll just like let go. Really? Oh my gosh. Like what is it? Because it's in the... Like... Are you okay know. with like dogs, like and touching a dog, like and yeah? But I don't know. Maybe dogs have more like fat, right? So it feels different, or like or maybe they're bigger. Like yeah, like a chicken to me is unpredictable. I don't totally. know why, like, but it's just spaz like, at any moment or peck you. Like I hate when they peck me. I <laughs> That's hate not it. very nice. You're like I gave you this hotel. What yeah. are you doing? I feed you every day, chicken. Yeah, <laughs> be nice to me. <laughs> I'm your mother. Or like if you have a rooster running after you, like you've never had the fear of God in your like so close to you. If you've never had a chicken or a rooster running at you, like you just want to die in that moment. You're like, I, I, I will die. This is it. I'm just <laughs> giving up here. Yeah, I hate the roosters. When we got the roosters. We don't have any currently, but we did have four and they would just attack you. And so I stopped going into the chicken coop. I made Lauren and dad do everything or I'd go in, but I'd make them be my shield because I could not handle a rooster That's... attacking me. Are they normally like that? Like, is oh, that, yeah. oh, yeah, so they're just common. like, are they like territorial or? Yeah, I just don't know. I think they're just of like, these ladies. are my ladies <laughs> yeah, and I will off. protect them. And then they just, attack, and they won't stop. Like they just will not stop. Lauren and dad just have to pick them up essentially. And, and just like, hold them in their arms until they they're embarrassed, down. yeah, that they're being picked up. And then that is so funny <laughs> that they get embarrassed <laughs> and then they like smarten up. And yeah, then... exactly. Okay, you're fine. But to be I put would down. never be picking up a rooster that's attacking me. No, because I'm terrified of them. So. I think I would be really scared too. I don't think I would want to be. If you've never experienced that, you're lucky. Yeah, I haven't. And I don't think I want to. I think Stefan's mom and my aunt has the story of her going in to feed their chickens on their farm. And the rooster started attacking her, like running at her that she ran up into the hayloft and she had to stay up there because the rooster wouldn't stop. Stop. It like trapped her up there. So she had to wait up there for a couple hours until somebody else came out to check on her. Poor Esther. That would be me. That would be me. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my goodness. So are you guys planning on getting 
more roosters. Yeah, like, we will. It's just once the spring rolls, people start posting animals up for sale and okay. we'll buy a couple more roosters. You have to have roosters with the chickens. It's just they protect them from predators. Right. And, like they think I'm a predator. I'm not, but they do their job. Well. I feed you. Dang it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a predator. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Well, that's really cool. I was, that's awesome. Thank you for telling us about all the animals that you guys have. I feel like I know the animals now. I, yeah. know, I know Abraham. I feel, <laughs> feel like we're tight. We're close. He's um, a very nice pig. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool. So um, that I guess that's kind of it for this week's episode where you're just talking about all the animals that Rock Farm has. And um, so I guess, do you want to talk about what we're going to be talking about next time? Yeah. So next time we're going to be having um, a baby conversation. Oh. All of the babies, how we prepare for them, what happens when they come. We see a lot of babies at this time of year. Spring is a baby time on the farm. So we have piglets being born. We have the new chicks coming in and how specifically we prepare um, for all these babies to come and what it takes. Spring is very, very busy because of all the influx of babies. So what does that look like on the farm? What do we have to do and how do we prepare? Oh, I'm excited. I love little baby chicks and baby like that's so I'm excited to learn all about that they're so very cute <laughs> and for you to say that because you're scared like that's I mean they're cute from a distance I don't pick them up <laughs> that's all awesome. well thank you guys so much for coming back and listening we look forward to uh chatting with you next time yeah see you then see you bye